T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, we witnessed something we thought we'd never see again. Uh, Minneapolis police. Um, Viral video. White officer, African-American man. Altercation. At a grocery store. It happened last week. Um, And if it was not for the quick thinking and the courage of our guests right now, um, we would never have seen it. We would never have known it. Um, in the spirit of Darnella Frazier, uh, when this happened, um, folks who, uh, like me, are with black media were called uh, because we're a trusted source in the community. And they said, get down here. We got something to show you. And it was an Instagram video uh, of who we now know as Mr. Troy Lee Billups. Um, at the Aldi, having an altercation with um, a police officer. He was at 64 years old without a weapon um, and uh, making no uh, threatening gestures to the police officer that we could see in that video, uh, thrown to the ground. And uh, bystanders began videotaping. Um, They began advocating for Mr. Billups, Um, I spoke with Mr. Billups' sister, Sandra. I'll have an update on how he is doing now um, in just a few minutes. But first, I need to bring on uh, the Darnella Frazier of this situation, if you will, uh, Farah. Farah posted that Instagram video. He was at the Aldi's. He is giving me um, an exclusive interview. Um, this interview, uh, was originally scheduled to be a part of my podcasting platform at Shaletta makes me laugh.com. Um, because Farah wanted to make sure to talk to, um, a black media outlet that he trusted, but he is also trusting me to do this interview live on WCCO radio right now. Um, so that we can let everybody know what's going on and hear his voice. Farah, I, I just want to let you know I really appreciate your trust, and I don't take that lightly. Uh, I, I appreciate you holding a platform and holding space for us. How you doing? I'm, I'm trying to be okay. How are you doing? Um, after witnessing and seeing this and being there and recording it and showing it to the world, um, that took a lot of bravery. Yeah. Um, I mean, regardless of like anything that it took for me, like Mr. Billups is the one that was 
harmed in the situation. You know, like Mr. Phillips is the one who um, was assaulted by the police officer. Mr. Phillips is the one who had a night of his life taken away and had to be incarcerated. Mr. Phillips is the person who was um, had to endure the trauma of a booking, um, like uh, the, the, the trauma of having to go through court the next day. And I think that um, like that, that's ultimately the focus with all of this is just making sure that um, though the case was dismissed, like, justice was still not served for Mr. Billups. And I think there's far too often of like where we give people the absolute barest minimum and then expect that to be a gesture. Like just because the fact that Mr. Killips, Mr. Billups' case was dropped, like that's an exception to the rule, but right. justice was still not served in the situation. Farah, you uh, were there at the Aldi's. Take us back to that situation what did you walk into what did you see and when did you decide i need to pull out my cell phone and start recording this yeah it was literally like a like a bang bang type pulling out my phone like as soon as um i heard us so like some psych motion from uh the conversation that mr billups and another gentleman were having in line i turn around and like right as i turn around to see what's happening the cop immediately comes and then i pull out my phone immediately like there was there wasn't any time of me like waiting for any of it. It's just one of those things that I know, like without documentation, like Winston Smith's murder was not documented. And so we're able to see six months since he passed away yesterday, yesterday was six months since he was murdered by the uh, U S marshals. And because we have no video of it, because we have no record of it, um, they're able to tell the story as ever, however they see fit. Um, And so it, it just becomes imperative on us to be able to have our own records. And you saw what was going on. Um, we know what we saw with the cell phone video. Take us back to that scene. Paint that picture for us. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the video is literally like the entire scene. I, I know I've been re- seeing a bunch of people online saying like what happened before, like, et cetera, et cetera. But it was like exactly that quick. I think I might have mainly maybe just missed the officer walking to them. But everything that happened in that scene was basically exactly what happened in the video and even just speaking to that more so i think that there's oftentimes like this call for people to continuously say like well we need more context oh we need more context but i promise you if that individual was jacob fry's father like there would be no context necessary right and it's because of the fact that we're seen as such like we're not held to 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 the regard of respectable human beings so and 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 that seems that seems like a bit of, of hyperbole, but it really feels true. Like what, what made Mr. Billups someone who as an elder in our community does not deserve respect, like regardless of anything that would have happened to, gr- to grab an elderly 64 year old man by the back of his jacket and then throw him onto like a, a ledge. Like there's, and no context that I can possibly even imagine that would justify that. Were you shocked? I I mean, just watching it with my own eyes, I was like, please, Jesus, don't let him die. Don't let this police officer put his knee on his neck. I can't take another situation like that. I watched George Floyd die on the cell phone video at the scene of where it happened. I saw Dante Wright's video from the police department. I was out there at the scene with his family and I'm watching your video and I'm like, Father God, please, Lord, don't let this man die on 
another video in our town. This is this is too many. This is too fast. I don't know if I'm going to be able to take it. What what was your thought process during this whole time? I mean, I would like to say that I was surprised, but I'd be lying. And I, and I think that that really just comes from the fact of like far more often than not, we carry the burden of context. And what I mean by that is that we can't decouple that video from the other ones that we've seen. You know, we, we can't decouple like the, 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 the fact that maybe a peanut of justice was received by Mr. Billups. We can't take that away. Like we, we can't see that separately from Dante Wright's murder. We can't see that separately from Dalal E's murder. We can't see that separately from George Floyd's murder, you know? And I think that because of the burden that the state has of upholding the rights of all of its people, it's failing on that burden. It's flat out just simply failing on that burden, you know? And I moved to Minneapolis about like three and a half years ago and I fell in love with this place. And I think, but what I fell in love with of this place was the vibrance of the art community here, the beauty and the individuals here, the, 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 the framework that is set within this city to do such beautiful and amazing things that will uphold the rights of so many other people where we can really be a lighthouse for so many. And it just doesn't make any sense to me that the same actors continuously cling to power rather than moving to justice and looking at continuously putting forth the status quo rather than doing something differently. Like the fact that the only reform that's happened to the police department over the past year, but it has been that they are no longer mandated to have, um, the, 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 the mandate for discipline was taken away. Like it doesn't make any sense, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's. You did more than just get that video. Um, after Mr. Billups arrest and, and, and I know you don't want to brag on yourself and, and this is not bragging. This is just the facts of what happened after that, after Mr. Billups arrest, you sprang into action and became an advocate. What happened after he got in that cop car, the cell phone video went off. You did what? I mean, I, I sent off the video, but there was another, um, there was another gentleman uh, who I, I you kind of see in that video who stayed on far longer than I did. Like it's just community doing what it's supposed to do, you know? And I think that that's part of the thing that's been so frustrating to me about so many people like, trying to have uh, conversations, so many media outlets hitting me up is like, this is what we're supposed to do. It's the barest of minimums. When you see somebody who's being harmed, do what you can to help. Like it, 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 and I think that that like th th this narrative to try to lionize witnesses, um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's the things that we should be doing. It's the same way that like, I don't know. I just, I find, I just, I find it uncomfortable for like, the uh, the amount of attention that's come to the video and i think the lack of attention that's gone to mr billups as an individual yeah i i just um can't thank you enough i know you gotta go you're working you took a moment to speak with me um tonight and um i want to thank you again uh for trusting me to do this interview on wcco radio uh we were initially supposed to chat with Farah uh, on my podcasting platform, Shaletta makes me laugh.com because um, as a, 
a black owned media outlet um, in the community. Uh, you trusted me um, to do that there, but I also appreciate you um, hopping over on the good neighbor station to do it here. Um, we'll keep uh, in contact. Thank you so much for your time. Most definitely. If I can, uh, say, if I can say just one last thing before, yes. if I can say one last thing before we depart. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that Aldi is in Ward Six, and so um, I just, I, I, I really, really, I really, I really urge Council Member Jamal Osman to um, step mm-hmm. up to the plate on this one and to be able to like really hold that officer to account because. The thing that was most troubling to me in the video was that each escalation seemed to come based on ego. And it was based on when he as an individual was challenged. That is when mm-hmm. that um, each escalation started to occur. After the community was de-escalating, he continuously escalated. And that's not becoming of a police officer. Um, and so I just really, really urge Council Member Osman to, or if I'm, if I am mistaken, whoever is the council member that is in that um, part of the city, to like really step up to the plate and advocate, um, and just imagine that Mr. Phillips is one of your, like imagine Mr. Phillips is your uncle, imagine Mr. Phillips is your father, yeah. you know. Well, I saw my and just daddy. Really like hold that community. Yeah, I saw my. I uncle. saw my like, daddy. I saw my uncle. I'm gonna keep it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like I haven't slept in two days. Like I can't. I, I flat out can't. You know. But it's it's just one of those things of like. I don't know. Um, we got to do better. That's <laughs> so like yeah, we got to do, do better. This is we this do. is the second time. This is the second time in a row where the Minneapolis Police Department is on trial. An officer from I'm sorry, not the Minneapolis. A police officer in the Twin Cities Metro is on trial, and during the trial, there's. There's other, there's other things happening. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's Dalal Eid last year during the uh, earlier in the year during the George Floyd trial, um, which his family still hasn't even received a modicum of justice to uh, Troy Billups. Now, it's just we got to we got to bring it past rhetoric and actually put forth uh, some action. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just surprised oh. that we have not heard from more of our leaders, like you said. Um, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm surprised I'm honest, that I'm we not. have not heard from somebody to say something. You know, I don't care that I'm it's not. a Sunday night. I don't. I don't care that you know. If, if like you said, if it was uh, you know, Governor Walls' uh, 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 uncle or Mayor Fry's uh, uh, daddy or somebody, you know, we would have heard from somebody denouncing this, saying that this is not right, and, and we just have not seen the outrage um, from our elected officials, from our leaders, uh, about what we saw in that video. Um, and, and so that I mean, that's that's troubling for me. And I, I don't want to take up too much more of the time, but I mean, like, if we if we even just look at the conversation that happened after question two, like, they're putting forth much of the initiatives that were going to happen in question two, just by take but taking the teeth away from it, you know. And so it's just it's it's beyond frustrating to see my community used as a political football and have none of the benefits that are promised end up coming Mm. to the community, you know, like we're not an advertisement. This is not a music video. These are individuals lives. Like we deserve self-determination. We deserve autonomy. We deserve to be able to, to live and to be able to like reach the promise of our being, you know, and it's just, it's just so frustrating without the trauma, without the trauma, exactly. Or unless we present a, a present a certain way, or unless we speak a certain way, like all of these things are still connected to the same tree. All of these things are connected to the same tree. And people think that like racism is just, if you're doing the explicit things or saying the N word or all these other things, the fact of the matter is that officer not seeing Troy Billups as an elder in his community 
that that is what's spoken about you know like th- that's how it exists on the systemic is when it's yeah. so ingrained it's so ingrained in your subconscious that that just becomes the knee-jerk reaction to view a 64 year old man as a physical threat that you need to wrestle down to the ground be honest it says more about him than it does about mr billy well, it says a lot about you that you were brave enough to take that video. Farah, thank you so much for being here on Steel Talking with Geraldine Steel tonight. Uh, you all stick around. We have got an update on Mr. Billups. I talk with his sister, Sandra, next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 725. You're listening to Steel Talking on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. Geraldine Steele is out. I am in. My name is Shaletta Brundage. You can catch me here every Saturday from not, from 11 till 2 on the Shaletta Show. Uh, we have uh, conversations that are crucial uh, to making Minnesota better. They are difficult conversations to have. Um, but change begins with a conversation. And like we um, say on the Shaletta Show, uh, that conversation starts Saturdays at 11. Now, I believe in giving credit where credit is due. My great-grandmother, God rest her soul, died earlier this year. She said, don't, don't, don't give me any flowers after I'm dead. I don't I don't want a casket and, and a bunch of flowers around my casket. Give me my flowers while I'm alive so I can smell them, so I can see them, so I can appreciate them. And, and so I just have to uh, give uh, uh, M. Castle with Racket, Minnesota, uh, her flowers while she is here to uh, enjoy them. And M is joining me right now on Steel Talking. M, girl, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's always great to be here. Girl, now, you know, we always have a good time. We always have a good time. Now, if M's name sounds familiar, M was a big shot over at our favorite uh, circular newspaper, City Pages, that we dearly miss. Miss it so much, girl. I tell you. I tell you. I miss miss it it every day. I miss it. I miss it so much, girl. And and it's so funny because I'll catch myself looking for it at some of my favorite spots that I'm now going back to. And I'm like, oh, dang, it's not. Oh, you know, you just you kind of look for it. And it's, it's just kind of habit. You know, it's hard to break that habit when you you're used to having it around for so long. And but then, girl, you got creative and you created with your team. Uh, some of my other friends, Racket, Minnesota, an online publication subscription service. Uh, and you all do city page type stories online. And they are always amazing. I enjoy it. I am a subscriber. I believe in supporting local journalists 
journalism. So I, you know, gave y'all my ex-husband's credit card and I bought memberships for everybody, girls. <laughs> the part of the divorce decree look in the divorce decree you get 10 memberships for your friends to rack in minnesota that's along with the child support that's how we roll that's how we roll (laughs) but girl look now i'm sitting up here wake up this morning and i see the video of Minneapolis police, uh, you know, dragging Mr. Billups on the ground and arresting him for breathing air, basically. And I'm getting all upset. And I'm like, oh, my God, how have we not reported this? Uh, and, and then I look up because yesterday I took the kids to the to the to the holiday glow festival at Minneapolis State uh, Fairgrounds. So I missed all of it. I missed all the news. I missed all the reporting. I missed everything. And I was like, but wait a minute. This happened last week at the Aldi on Franklin. You mean to tell me nobody knew about this? Nobody saw this Instagram post that Farrah put up? And I did a Google search. And last week, while the rest of us were sitting in a news conference in cushy chairs in a nice heated room, uh, hearing Mayor Jacob Fry talk about the powers of the office and we were figuring out, you know, police stuff, you were out in the street doing what reporters do. You broke this story last freaking week. Yeah. I mean, I want to give a lot of credit to, um, the people who intervened when Mr. Billups was um, dealing with this really unfair situation and also Farah for um, being the one with the camera. I mean, it, I wasn't there. I just had the opportunity to share this video with our readers, and I thought that this was a really important thing to do. Okay, girl, how did you find out about the story? Um, because the rest of us were three days late and a few dollars short. <laughs> um, well, I saw the Instagram post. Um, Farah has, um, you know, we've been in contact before. We're both people who I think are very politically and ideologically aligned. Um, and so we have each other's contact information. And um, when the Instagram video went up, you know, Farah and I were talking back and forth about it. And, um I think it just seemed like something that needed to be boosted a little bit beyond Instagram. Um, You know, I I wanted as many people as possible to see this because, you know, if you've seen the video, it's very upsetting. It's really stressful to watch. And this is the thing. I I just, I don't know how we all missed that. So you follow Farah on Instagram. You saw the video, and then you did that story. Um, what was the reaction from people who saw it initially, like coming in to rack it? Well, I think people were pretty upset. Um, I think the reactions were on two sides of the spectrum, one side of the spectrum being shock and outrage and how could MPD do this and the other side of the spectrum being this is exactly what MPD does uh welcome to uh the Minneapolis Police Department show um I think um you know we've seen this department behave this way before and um you know it's why having videos like this is so important because you got to put this behavior on blast yeah yeah and 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 Girl, we were three days late and a dollar short. Why did it take us so long to catch up? 
<laughs> it's like, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of news happening out there. I get it. Um, this is still a really stressful time for Minneapolis trying to uh, <laughs> figure its stuff out politically. So I uh, I don't blame anyone who wasn't there last week, but I am very happy that you know people have been able to see this now. Um, it's troubling. Yeah, and, and you know, I was just so moved by the young white woman in the video who stood up and stood in the gap for Mr. Billups and became an instant ally and advocate. And Em, I have so many people, and you and I go way back, who um, came to me after George Floyd died and said, how can I be an ally? How can I be an advocate? I don't know what that looks like. Girl, I'm like, look at this story Em did. And watch the video, the Ferris shot of this young woman that's what an ally looks like it's not going home and saying oh my god you won't believe what i saw oh my god you know they were taking video i'm just so troubled by this it's standing up and speaking out when your privilege will save a life had they not been videotaping that had that young woman not been there i I don't even know if mr billups would still be with us today i know it's really scary to think about and we know how far police departments across this country will take um, their action. Um, So I I think it's really the least that we can do as journalists to really, really be shedding a light on this stuff when we can and, and calling it out if and when we see it, especially if there's a video to go along with it, because that really puts it front and center for people who might not otherwise realize that this is happening and this is happening all the time. And, um, you know, Racket, Minnesota is fairly new to the Twin Cities. Um, and, and I want to make sure that people know where they can go because you all have amazing stories. Um, you do great work. Um, and the journalism there is so excellent. And, and, you know, and I like to say, you know, yeah, we are in competition, but we're comrades. You know, we, right. we, want the, we want the same thing, you know, and I was like, damn, M got that. I should have I should have been out there. Why wasn't I in the street? You know, I got these four babies over here and no husband anymore. I can't just leave when I want to. But, you know, M's over there moving. She on her bicycle. She riding all around getting stuff. But then I'm like, go M. So I just want to let people know how they can, um, you know, subscribe and be a part of Racket and the work that you are doing there and get those stories so they're not three days late and four dollars short on finding out uh the breaking news <laughs> well thank you so much first of all um i do not have four babies i only have two dogs so i have the opportunity <laughs> to do this stuff <laughs> um, but if anyone is interested um we are publishing every day at racketmn.com and it is subscription based get over there uh give them your money because that will allow M and her team to continue to do the work at Racket um, that they did in telling the story last week. And we are all just now talking about it today. M Castle over at Racket, Minnesota. Thank you so much for being on Still Talking tonight. Congratulations on uh, the breaking news. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And I ain't even going to brag that I got the exclusive with Farah. I'm going to let you have your breaking news, but I'm going to keep the exclusive girl right here in this lane. Okay. And I've been talking about it on social media. So I'm going to need you to take some, um, some classes on how to brag. Cause you never brag on yourself. You just do your work and then you go home. You got to brag, do it. And then you can go home. So I, I put it out there on social so you could take notes, but you know, just, you know, I just wanted to put that out there.
Thank you. This is what keeps the rivalry spicy. We have to have you yes, promote Yes, it. yes, yes, girl. I'm the I'm the I'm the queen of promotions. All right, girl, you have a good night. I know you got a lot of work to do, but thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you as always. This is great, Jaletta. All right. And you all stick around. I talked to Mr. Billups' sister, Sandra, and I've got an update on how he's doing. We'll come back. He always knows what to play to make me feel better. Oh my gosh, Jonathan, you know that's 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 like a dog whistle for me. That song right there. Oh my God, I love you, Jonathan. I know you're not going to say you love me back because that's just what we do. Um, I tell him I love him. He doesn't say anything back um, because uh, otherwise I think he thinks that I want him to be my new baby daddy, which he will be a very reliable baby daddy since I'm, you know, single woman now. Um, so he won't tell me he loves me because he doesn't want to take care of four kids. But that's a whole nother show. Okay, it's still talking. Geraldine is out. I'm in. My name is Shaletta Brundage. I host the Shaletta Show on Saturdays from 11 to 2. So if you like what you hear tonight, hang out with me next Saturday because this is what you get. Uh, we have fun. We talk serious talk. We go out into the community. We tell stories. We get exclusives. It's just how we roll. Now, okay, so this is like a dream for me because Zach Redman is on the phone lines and I am just loving Zach because as a small black business owner, Zach is doing his thing. I mean, on the highest levels. I mean, everybody who is a BIPOC business owner in the Twin Cities got like a picture of Zach on the vision board right now. Zach, bruh, you're doing it. I am so excited for you. Jonathan, is Zach there? Where is Zach? I was trying to get Zach on because I'm going to tell you all about Zach. Just in case y'all haven't seen Zach. He started a business during the pandemic. Okay, I started the business a month before the pandemic. So, uh, you know, that was just bad timing. But Zach, in the middle of a pandemic, started his business. And this past week has been a whirlwind for him. And, y'all, he was on the late show with Stephen Colbert. They featured his popcorn, Redmond's popcorn, on the show. I was like, yes. Yes, honey, how do you get that done? I don't know. But Zach did it, and his business has just taken off. Zach, I was saying, everybody got your picture on the vision board, bruh. You on the vision board now. Everybody everybody else want to be like Mike. I want to be like Zach. Congratulations on everything. (laughs) Thank you so much. Zach, you must be just like laughing all the way to the bank and tickle pink. How in the heck did you get on the Stephen Colbert show? Uh, I guess the graces of God. I mean, I was just being myself. That's all. That's (laughs) all. What was that experience like? Uh, It was eye-opening. New York is, is, I love New York. It's a lot like Minnesota Mm -hmm. in a way. It's a big melting pot. The people was really nice. And so. Jonathan, did we lose Zach? Okay, let's get Zach back on the line because I want to hear about his experience going to New York and uh, being with the on Stephen Colbert show talking about his new popcorn business. I mean, that's the kind of I'll have to talk to Christy Peel about that later on in the show. My friend Christy Peel from Media Minefield will be here. She does public relations. And that's the kind of stuff people pay big time dollars for. And it just manna 
fell from heaven for Zach. And, you know, Zach, people pay big dollars for that. And the Lord just opened the windows of heaven and poured you out a blessing. You didn't have room to receive, bro. <laughs> yeah, I've been, it's, been, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. So, so we, we got cut off, but tell me what that experience was like in New York. Stephen Colbert, Zach Redman, and, you know, y'all talking popcorn. So I actually didn't get to meet Stephen uh, on this trip. I was just with a bunch of his staff shooting a video or the commercial. Mm-hmm. We was in we was in New Jersey mm-hmm. shooting. So I, I didn't get to meet him this time, but the staff and everybody was awesome. People thought I was a celebrity. I'm like, I'm just a popcorn guy from New Hope, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you, you get that opportunity. What's that meant for your business? It, it's been good, but, it's, you know, as far as all the other stuff, you know, I've been dealing with just the logistics of business. So it's been good, but I've, it's been some bumps in the road, but it's okay. You know, I'm gonna just yeah. take it for what it is. I'm I'm learning because I don't have a business degree. I don't know laws and yeah, like, yeah, uh, city zoning codes. So hey, like man, I said, we, it's just, a, it's just a, a bump in the road. But everything you is know what? Let me tell yeah. you something. God works everything together for our good. Do you see what I'm saying? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I just, you know, as small business owners, we have to encourage each other. And that's what the devil does. As soon as we get something good, he just, you know, pops his head in and and tinkers with our stuff and meddles with our blessing and, you know, tries to take it away. And, and, you know, God's always got your back. So you ain't got to worry about nothing. And and this is the thing about being a small business owner. Uh, You know, like you said, you we don't have law degrees. We don't have, a, a lot of us don't have the business degrees. We have a dollar and a dream. And that's what this country is founded on. It's people who have a dollar and a dream, who step out on faith and do it afraid. And we figure it out as we go along. Zach, I remember when I started my business, I was like, I, I want, you know, Women Venture had a class. And it was like eight weeks and every Wednesday you could go for four hours and sit in the class. I was like, I want to do this now. I'm stepping right. out on faith now. And in right. eight weeks, I might be too afraid to do it. Something might come up. If I don't do it now, I may never do it. So I'm so excited that you stepped out on faith and did it afraid. What was that like to step out on faith and, and take a dream that you had in your mind and put it in front of your face? So I just, one day I was like, you know what? Let me just start selling popcorn again because the pandemic got bad. So um, I just started one day, I was like, I'm gonna make a post. I made a post like I'm starting to sell popcorn out the trunk of my car like people did CDs in the eighties and they got a, yes. a crazy response. So when I did that, people kinda just I don't know, just flocked to me. And then after that, maybe like I don't know, three, four months after that, um, somebody that I know and they know a lot about what I had going on. They they was like they wanted to open a business pretty much similar to mine, so I'm not gonna lie, kind of lit a fire under me. Yeah. So then I I kind of just like you know what I I feel like God's blessed me with the gifts to pretty much make popcorn. Like everybody has a calling, and I feel like this is my calling, and it's just everything's just been happening. You know, I I'm a humble, very humble person. I yeah. still tell everybody I'm I'm just a popcorn guy. 
I'm a guy, you know, with a family. We were originally from Gary, Indiana. We moved here for because of violence and stuff. And and I just told myself, you know, I want to make something of myself, and I want to make something for my kids to have once I'm gone. And I feel like popcorn is a very like good avenue because everybody loves it. This was one thing that everybody likes. So I just took the leap of faith on that because I felt like people know me as the popcorn guy. So I was like, you know what, why not? Why keep running from, I feel like, what was meant for me? And that's for right. me to be creative and me be a pop, the popcorn man and make everybody happy and inspire people. Because I've been through a lot. So. And you know what? Yeah. The thing is, is that if you hadn't had that competition, you might still be talking about doing it. It took somebody else <laughs> doing what you wanted to do for you to say let me get my butt up and get this done because uh, otherwise they're gonna still i love it you know and 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 i remember hearing a sermon from td jakes one time he said you don't do right until you got somebody chasing you he said you yeah. you know it's like catfish. he said he said if somebody ain't chasing you you ain't praying right if somebody ain't you know after you you ain't doing right if everything is going good you might not pray hard you might not live right you might not work as hard he said but if you got somebody chasing you you're gonna do right and god dog here you go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so now so after that happened you know now what's going on now but i'm not gonna lie to you like we just been talking about faith I told myself maybe three months ago, I said, I feel like I'm going to outgrow this place faster than I know it. And and it is, I feel like I was talking to my mom yesterday and I was just telling her, I feel like God puts you in positions to where he tests you and he wants you to better yourself as a person. So I feel like with all the little ordeals that I'm going through, the, the, the zone and stuff, people saying it's a fire hazard because my place is too small and all this stuff, it's fine because I've been, people have been asking me to ship for months and it's been something I've been kind of like procrastinating on because I got so much local support that it was kind of hard. But now I'm in a position where I have to ship and it's the only thing I can do. But I feel like God was like, you know what? You got to figure out that aspect of your business because I literally know how to run my business like a world or a machine as far as when people come and go. But the online aspect, I didn't, I couldn't, look, I couldn't tell you anything. But the last three days, I've been working, 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 you know, and it's, I'm happy. You know, I, I'm taking all this as a blessing. You know, I could have been, you know, still at the shop and everything's been good, but I still wouldn't have known this aspect of my business. Mm-hmm. So now I'm working on it. Like I say, now when I get my actual storefront, it's gonna be so hard to not knock me off my square because I'm gonna know the yeah. aspect of running my business and the back end as far as filling orders and taking care of online stuff. So like I said, I feel like God put me in this position for a reason, and I'm just taking it for what it is. And everybody got to take their lick in life. <laughs> That's right. You got to take that L, bro. You got to take. And you know, some people could take that L without everybody looking. Some people got to take that L in front of folk. And you took your L in front of folk. And I appreciate how you did it. It's trial by fire. That's part of being a business owner. And you have shown us how to have grace 
and manage through diversity on the biggest stage. Zach uh, Redman, I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming back and following up with us on Still Talking tonight. Good luck. I'll be praying for you. I, I don't really wish people luck. I, I, I want you to be blessed. I want your business to be blessed. I want your pockets to be blessed. I want Thank everything you. that you touch to be blessed. Thank you, and God bless. And can I say one? Well, of course. Oh, I think he wanted to say something, Jonathan, but I think he dropped. Oh, no. Okay, we're going to have to find out what he wanted to say, and then I'll say it for him. But when we come back, I got an update from Sandra, Mr. Billups' sister, the gentleman in the viral video uh, with Minneapolis police at the Aldi's, who was arrested um, and booked, and later the charges were dismissed. We'll have that next. It is 7.53. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's still talking. Your host, Gerilyn Steele, is out tonight. My name is Shaletta Brundage. Um, I am filling in for her. Jonathan Lowe is in the studio. And um, I host the Shaletta Show on Saturdays from 11 to 2. Um, and we have um, conversations that... Um, hopefully change the way people think, um, the way people interact, and um, the way people live. It's it's always difficult when we have um, videos like the one we saw um, that's circulating online. It's been seen by millions of people at this point. Uh, Farah, who you heard us here um, talking to uh, in an exclusive interview at 7 o'clock, shot that video at the Aldi's. Um, on Franklin, on East Franklin. And um, Mr. Billups, 64-year-old African-American uh, elder in our community, um, was there. Um, he was uh, having a heated discussion with um, some other folks, and the Minneapolis police came in. And um, you, you saw it for yourself. If you haven't, you can log on to my Facebook and Twitter pages, but they threw him to the ground at 64 years old. And while he was laying there, I just kept thinking, Lord Jesus, don't let this them kill this man on the cell phone video. We've had enough death um, of black men at the hands of police in Minneapolis. One is one too many. Right. And so... Um, It was just, um, it was just, uh, I can't even really describe it. When I watched it, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, but there it was. And then I talked to Farrah, um, who confirmed that the video was true and authentic. And talked to me about what happened. And um, Mr. Billups, uh, after being roughed up in that video by Minneapolis police, was uh, taken down. At 64 years old and booked um, into jail. And I look at him and I saw my daddy. I saw my uncle. I saw some of my older cousins in his face. He looked like them. So um, I called around and, and, and found Mr. Billups and his family. And I've been in contact all day with his sister, Sandra. Um, she lives in Powderhorn. And she said that Mr. Billups is upset and emotionally drained by everything that happened. There is no GoFundMe set up. Um, the family's not asking for anything. In fact, 
Um, I extended an invitation just as I did to Farah to come on my podcast and platform, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. And Sandra um, is going to be there later this week talking to me about her brother. But um, he just doesn't want to um, talk right now. She said, you know, they had him all down on the floor. Treated him like a dog. So he's home now resting. And he really doesn't want to be bothered. And and so, you know, as a broadcaster, I'm, I'm you know, sad that, you know, he wasn't able to tell his story with me tonight. But as a daughter who has a father who is an African-American man, I understand his need for privacy at this time. One thing about black men is they are so prideful. And he knows that this video has been seen. And how embarrassing this is for him. And he shouldn't be the one to be embarrassed. It should be the Minneapolis Police Department for what they did for him. So rest up, Mr. Billups. Uh, We will continue the good fight of telling your story and making sure that everybody knows what is happening in our fair city. Not just within the Twin Cities, not just in the state of Minnesota, but throughout the country, just like we did for George Floyd. We will do for you as well. Stick around. There's more to come on Still Talking on CCO Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 